he had kept all the pain for himself. Victor Hugo, The Hunchback of Notre Dame Prologue, Jeffrey Daddy, are you up? Can you come give me a kiss? I had a bad dream. My daughter yells from down the hall. The acoustics in this house make it sound as if she's in the room with us. I'll be right there, Juliet. Stop yelling or you'll wake everybody. I answer in a low tone, but I'm sure she's heard me with the house being quiet and everyone still asleep. Jeff, who's calling? I'm up. My beautiful wife murmurs with her eyes still closed and probably mid-dream. Go back to sleep. I'll go give Juliet a kiss and be right back. I whisper and give Sarah a kiss, about to make my way down the hall to snuggle with my little girl while she still lets me. Sarah suddenly sits up, her eyes wide with alert, pausing my exit. Wait, what time is it? Did the baby not get up yet? Relax. She's finally sleeping through the night. That's a good thing. Now go back to sleep. You still have a few hours. I always forget how new she is to motherhood. Juliet and Jacob have accepted her into their lives seamlessly, and the way she takes care of and loves them makes me almost not regret every single one of my life choices. It's been a long journey that I've lived without her by my side all these years. Sleep. I'll check up on Jolene, too. You get some rest. We have a big day today. Her arms stretch above her head as she opens her mouth to say something through a yawn, but then snuggles back. Right before I leave the room, I hear her mumble, I love you. Only you. I glance back, smiling at her simple statement. She only loves me. What else could a man ask for? What a gift it is to be someone's one and only. After all these years, we finally found each other. I walk down the long corridor ahead of me, as I think back to how I almost lost everything I ever loved. Two years ago. Chapter 1. Jeffrey. Who Wants to Live Forever? By Queen. My eyes sting as the fresh New York City air assaults my face. The change in scenery clears my head, causing the actuality of the last two days to marginally evaporate. But it won't last. I can't escape my life. I cross the street in a calm state of panic while the sound of strangers going on with their lives, even as mine continues to fall apart, hits my ears and mocks me. I move farther and farther away from my house. I walk without turning around, requiring a physical distance from the truth, as if such a thing could ever be achieved. I walk faster. I run to get away from the place I've once called home and pretend this never happened. Everything will be okay. Everything will be fine. I unlock my car and shuffle in like a burglar running away from the scene of the crime. I put the car into drive. All I need to do is press my foot on the gas and I'll be gone. My troubles will be forgotten. Just move my damn foot from the brake and compress the gas pedal, but I'm frozen, motionless, and unresponsive to simple brain commands. I'm lost. How did I get here? 
How in the world did I get here? I close my eyes and take a deep breath as my whole life flashes before my eyes. Dracolin, how we first met and how we fell in love. I then see Sarah on the dance floor in her room and in the back of that taxi crying. I remember holding my kids for the first time, their sweet little faces, they're my whole world. Where am I going? I've caused a sea of pain because I loved two women. Enough! I need to grow up and be the man I promised Jacqueline I'd be.